Did you know... Used to be my ringtone? No, but that's a good ringtone to have. Anyway, it is a good ringtone to have. Mm. But then I got a new phone. And I always have my phone on silent anyway. So it just goes... Now, this episode is brought to you by Thinking Inside the Box. Unless you're the top, like, couple centimetres of Ferb's head. There's 365 days in a gap year And uni's gonna come and end it So once in a lifetime Problem for us is to find a good way to spend it Like maybe making a podcast Welcome back to your favourite podcast Um, It's your boys Joe And Lachlan That was exceptional, we did really well there Yeah, I... 10 out of 10, flawless. Um, we are true podcast professionals. Where is our radio show? <laughs> I, I think we could do a radio show. We Yeah, we could do a radio the show. The only issue would be, you know, having a regular time. And also not swearing on air. Would be you difficult. can't swear on radio? Can you, yeah, no, you can swear on radio. I Kyle, feel like with all Kyle the and racist... Jackie, oh, well, foul mouth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with all the racist shit that gets said on radio, I feel like swearing's the least of the worries. Yeah, that's that's a very good Didn't point. Didn't we have that like misogynistic pig on the radio? And I'm it, sure we did at some point, yeah. Alan, was, what was his name? I don't know. Do you want to Google it? Oh, I can't be bothered. But he was awful. Fair and enough. and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad he's not on radio. I'm pretty sure yeah. he's off the air. Yeah, they kicked him off. They were like, Take okay. We'd like a little bit far, a little white extremism. We want to be a bit edgy, you know. But, like, this is this too is much for much, us, yeah. even. Like, you just want to see the world burn. Probably a good idea. We're, like, less than a minute in, and we're already way off topic. Yeah, well, we can cut all this. <laughs> <laughs> Will we? I doubt it. So, we are up to episode 25, Phineas and Ferb Get Busted. Now, this isn't episode 25 on Disney+, Plus, and me being me, I didn't write down what episode it is on Disney+. Plus. I did. Would you like to know? I would like to know, yes. Yeah, it's episode 16 on Disney+, and that's since it's been changed to the correct order. Yeah, so that's where it should have been on ours, but, you know, we're bad at our jobs. So yeah, so not. please don't blame us. <laughs> uh, and so as as we do with full episodes, like that mm-hmm. takes They're up the whole parties, yeah. 22 minutes, mm. I do the, well, normal episode, we choose, yeah. but I chose to do the normal episode. And you do the Perry-sode. So I'd like you to go first. How is the oh, Perry-sode? Oh, how is the Perry-sode? So, um... Uh, at the last 30 seconds of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually a bit it's of a much, twist yeah. because the Perry Sode is technically the entire Sode because it's all Perry's dream. Yes. So, yeah, it's this is an Inception episode because it all takes place in Candace's dream. And I'm like, that's a cop-out. We've all written that story when we were a kid. We're like, and I, then she woke up. I never thought of but, that good concept. Yeah, because... I, I wasn't creative enough. When I wrote my <laughs> stories, they just ended badly. <laughs> And, and then the English teachers told me, it's like, you can't end it with the characters wake up. I'm like, oh, they could be asleep. That would answer all the questions <laughs> I had and terrible solved. major plot holes. Well, I, I never used to write the, the wake up stories, but I did used to write a lot of stories. I was like really obsessed with crazy people. So I'd write a lot of stories I've from seen the your perspective. Family. I understand. Yowch. <laughs> My family are all lovely. If any of them are listening to the podcast, oh, we love you. You're all beautiful. Um, but yeah, I'd write a lot of stories about crazy people. But if you want messed up stories, Billy, my oh, little the, brother, oh yeah, the part of the family that I the, just mentioned. The most awful stories is his creative writing stories. I thought I was hated by my teachers, but he writes like horror stuff, and like like you know the same sort of shit I assume Billy Eilish wrote when she was in high school or middle school or whatever. Because yeah. oh no, she was homeschooled, wasn't she? 
Anyway, I'm very off topic. <laughs> I'm very off topic. Phineas and Ferb. It all takes place in Perry's dream. Yeah, so technically the normal sode is Phineas sleeping on the bed for about a minute as Perry yeah. has it's a like dream. 20 seconds long. Tops, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the actual one that makes sense, and I've written it down, you ready? Candace's so dream. the title is Phineas and Ferb <laughs> Get Busted, and what happens is Phineas and Ferb Get Busted. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That would explain the title, yeah. Yeah, done. Uh, but yeah. it's actually Candace having a dream, and she learns that her brother shouldn't be busted. Well, mm. she'll and still try. She, yeah, she proceeds to not take that lesson to heart <laughs> at all. <laughs> but she points out how they shouldn't, because they'll mm. go to that deep, dark, scary place, that school They'll thing. go to juvie. Yeah, pretty much. But not juvie. If my because... kids invented a flying car, I'd be like, listen. Yeah. I'm disappointed, but... We're about to be millionaires. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. We need to get into that implication, but first we need to start with what actually happens in the start of the show. So mum comes out of the car, right? Mm. Looks at house and goes, no, there's nothing. Easily above the house is that huge elevator to the platform with the cars. How did mm. she not see that? How can you not see it from the front of the house? <laughs> I don't understand why she needs to go to the back. If it's big enough to destroy half the house by falling over a little bit later, it's big enough to see from the front. Yeah. How does she... Anyway... Uh, so there's that. So mm. their mum is legally vision impaired and needs to be with She does actually need glasses, though. She wears glasses in other episodes, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, she tries to put glasses on. That explains a lot, doesn't oh, it? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow, I should have said that before I came up with this line. Um, Candace is self-aware. She yeah. knows how it goes down. She knows mm. her life. She knows the schedule. Imagine knowing your life so well and it was so monotonous that you knew exactly what someone else was going to say after, like, every sentence. Like, you were like... Mum's going to say this, we're going to go drinks, we're going to go home, and tomorrow I'll wake up and we'll do it all the same. Well, I for one know what you're going to say, because we finish each other's... Penis? (laughs) 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 Uh, So they made a flying car. Uh, Hang on, let me rephrase. The flying car of the future today. Today. They've even got a pitch set up. Mass production. <laughs> Go into yeah. it. I, so this is my... Why would you be angry at your children for they making... They even made the slogan and the marketing for you. They've done it all. You're just going to let them loose. You they just, will make you millions. You just got to say, alrighty, I have a credit card and you need to set up a production line. <laughs> this is the account the profits go in. But apart from how money doesn't help everyone happy, you know what made me happy? Back to the Future. Back to the yeah. Future promised us cars by 2020. Well, Phineas and Ferb could have delivered, but their <laughs> mum got in the way. I understand. I would have been upset. And the dad, he was so down. He was, he was on board. Like, he was like, it is this quite a cool is car. cool. Yeah, it's a cool car. The helmets. Okay, okay. Let's so after the flying car, Phineas and Ferb come down. They're like, it wasn't dangerous, mum. Why are you angry? It's not dangerous at all. We're wearing helmets. They're not wearing helmets. What's it going it on? It doesn't look like they're wearing helmets. Mm. And then they grab the top of their head and quite horribly pull it off. Mm. And we're like, hold on. We've seen this before. This isn't the first appearance of this. Now, the first appearance of this you went to Google it. You went to look it up. You went to see what you was happening. Stopped I stopped you because I wanted to spring on the podcast. Oh, you were okay. like, they've done this before. They I have. was like, they have done this before, but they were not the first ones to do <gasps> oh, this. Oh, now I'm remembering. The first time that this appears in the show is in the episode. Where they go to their grandma's house. Hard Day's Night slash iBrobot. Yeah. Or specifically a Hard Day's Night. 
the grandpa invented it, or the grandma? No, the, the grandmother. Grandma, the grandma, made it. yeah, made the helmet for the grandpa. Yeah, she made. She's like, Ferb, you're looking more like your grandpa. Puts helmet on Ferb. Yeah. Now, here's my thing. Mm. They say in this episode, this invisible helmet system that Ferb and I invented. Mm. You're taking credit for your grandparents' invention. Uh, yeah, probably, but I think it was more that the grandparents used it as like, this is what you will look like, but not as an actual protection device. I think they might have made some sort of modifications to make it, you know. To make it protected. So maybe they got the idea off there. That's which, cool. which I think is really good. But it still brings up what we said in that last ep- in that episode when we made it, mm. was that the grandmother grew her husband's skin <laughs> in a Petri dish. Did Phineas and Ferb do that? And <laughs> so ma- where's the cloning facility that? <laughs> they made their own skin is this in like a Petri a, dish. Is this like a Gravity Falls situation where on top of their crazy, ridiculous stuff that they're doing outside, you go into their garage <laughs> and you like pull on a wrench or something, you get a staircase. <laughs> down underneath is a Phineas and Ferb machine where it makes people. Phineas and Ferb, cuts off the top of their heads, it's, hollows it is, that out and discards the rest. It's literally like the thing that... Um, Rick from Rick and Morty has under his basement where he's got the thing that like clones himself. Jerry and Phoenix, himself and Phoenix Project. Where yeah, if he dies, he always just gets recloned. Yeah, it's exactly like it's that. that. That's great. It's all coming together. Ah, uh, so um, crossover when, please? <laughs> all three. Yeah, do it. That Gravity Falls. So good, man. Dipper meet, meeting Rick, meeting Phineas. And for oh, they get along so well. They would, but they're so different that the dynamics would be beautiful. Mm. Um, I've also got to point out. Yep. Uh, Phineas got his building permits sorted yeah, out. Yeah, that was my. He's next wearing point as a well. helmet. He got his building permits. We love to see a he responsible got, citizen. He got all the permissions he needed. His mm. mum's like, "You didn't get mine." It's like, "Well, yeah, we asked, we did. and you said yes." This and, is on you, honey. And look at all these sheets I've got signed. This is fine. They let me build this. Would you, would you sign off a building permit that said backyard of suburban home, huge tower for flying car? Well, given that these boys are on the city council, I would go, they're probably looking to do this to create some sort of production line and the production of mm. a multitude of flying cars could help stimulate the economy of the town. So yeah. I'd give them permission you, to start you know prototyping. How, if you were in that position, how you'd take it, you'd go, mm. this sounds kind of dangerous. Wait. They're on the town council. Well, that doesn't matter anything because corruption. <laughs> Just said ticket. Yep, 100%. Next. And speaking of, they're on the city council. Under- of course they are. Of course they're in politics. Why wouldn't they be in politics? It would just streamline the whole process. Yeah, Instead of trying make... to convince someone, you'd just be like, no, we are the council. It'd, be make, it'd make getting permits so I much easier, you know. I am the senate. <laughs> um, they also mentioned that the car of the future is pulling a little bit to the right. And the car of the future today is a station wagon. The so. mum says it's a station wagon. The legends made a flying station wagon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just love that. Why not? The mum fills journals of Candace's story for a comedy stand-up she's Yeah, she, wa- she wants to do stand-up and just repeat the stuff that Candace says. Uh, I'd like to point out my mum also fills journals of stories of her kids, Ruth and I. That's a bit... No, but they're not for stand-up comedy. Okay. Though well, she definitely should with what's going with her work. She could make a banging series. Why make, a st- why make stand-up comedy when you could make a sitcom? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 13 seasons. But they're all like really sweet stories about things I've said or like we've said something. Mum's like, I worry a story. That's boring. You've said some wild stuff. <laughs> Put that in there. 
<laughs> That's what this podcast's for. Um, I've got the exact quote from that, by the way. Oh. All the times you called me delusional and I mocked you to my friends behind your back and all those journals that I filled with an eye towards stand-up comedy, but all along you were telling the truth. <laughs> Love it. Um, anyway, actually to the meat of this episode, which is mm. Phineas and Ferb in that horrible place, this is a sad episode. Mm. I don't, it scares me. I don't like what happens. Because what if that happened and it wasn't a dream? They break Phineas and Ferb. I can't believe that. That's not allowed. How this major guy who runs this like mini child concentration camp, how, how powerful is he to be able to break the imagination of Phineas and Ferb? And you know what power he uses? What? It's an ancient Chinese trick. It's called waterboarding. <laughs> he, he just waterboards. He just waterboards and tortures them and into not having an imagination. That should have been your first clue That's that it was like, a dream. Because the idea that Phineas and Ferb could be broken by something as simple as waterboarding <laughs> is ridiculous. Juvenile. Yeah, Juvenile also, idea. Also, why is this major guy going around waterboarding 10-year-olds? That's straight-up torture. That should not be allowed. It's... Like, it's just illegal to do to normal, like, people, let alone children. <laughs> While talking about things that should have pointed out to us that it was a dream, every mm. time she talks to Stacey or Jeremy, they're like, you want to go horseback riding? I think that's, like, a little hiccup in your dream scenario. Some people are like that. Yeah, they Because they haven't shown any the same interest thing. to it, and they keep saying the same thing. Yeah, that would that would clue you into it being a dream. Um, we get a banging song, this one. The I first, actually really like two it, songs. Yeah. yeah, both of them are really good. The first one has really Beach Boys vibes. Yep. And it's, um, I did point out that it had a, like a lot of auto-tune in it, but also... How could they when have making, auto-tune in their could, songs? What could, sort of artist <laughs> puts auto-tune in their songs? Yeah. That's disgusting. I know for one What sort of scum my, of the earth? <laughs> I know for certain that my songs have never used pitch correction. Oh, so not one. <laughs> Um, it's a, it's just a fantastic song and like autotune isn't a bad thing. I hate it when people go on about how pitch correction is like not talent and all that sort of stuff. I'm sorry. What music are you producing, honey? Um, do you know, do you know how to, what music are you producing? Do you know how to even set your autotune to work? No, No, you don't. Because I don't need it. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm the perfect. (laughs) Why aren't you making music, honey? It's too Mm -hmm. easy. Um, but yeah, it's a banging song. I've also got written here, what the fuck is wrong with Baljeet? Now, I, I put that, I said, I said that Baljeet's happy to get brainwashed as long as he, as long as he learns. That's some form of mental illness. There's something some wrong f- going there. Like, I understand if you that they're learning. in America. <laughs> happy <laughs> no to get brainwashed, brainwashed as long as I learn. You know they do the Pledge of Allegiance every single time they go into class, <laughs> you right? You know the U.S. Army? <laughs> yeah, they're like, like, we'll pay for your college. Yeah, Just but the come kids aren't like, like, I'm going to learn new things, like how to get yeah, brainwashed. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Baljeet's like, woo, I want to see my identity crush so I can feel that. And I'm like... <laughs> Although Baji seems to be even stronger than Phineas and Ferb because like, he doesn't get broken. he doesn't get reconditioned. They're in there and they've got like their eyes held open. They're watching the thing and it's like constructing things bad is yeah, like yeah, you whatever. know you don't don't use your imagination. And then it like pans out to Baji and he's just got popcorn. He's like, oh, the book was so much better. <laughs> he read a book. Not only is that a great visual joke, but also he's stronger than even Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, they when can't it comes be broken, to this. Yeah. He was, but I think it's because he was aware of what was happening. He was kind yeah, of immune true. to it. And the fact, if you've read the book about being conditioned, mm. you're going to be prepared. So Phineas and Ferb, they get sent away to this 
this reconditioning place. Yeah. When they get there, they talk to the general guy who's running it, and um, while he's talking, they're over on their bunk bed with some um, some drills and some you know spans yep. and stuff. They're working on their bunk bed. Major comes over and goes, "What you doing?" Firstly, that's Isabel's line. Don't perverse that. You're Get not, uh, off it. You are not cool enough to use that line. But anyway, he's like, "What you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we have made the quite possibly the best invention they've Do ever made." Do you know made. how many siblings would like throw? Like parents would be happy to see this. Yep. Any sort of campground will be happy to see this. Any sort of if you're putting a lot of children in a small area to sleep mm. this is the perfect bed for you they have invented the ferris bed how does this not already exist how have i not seen this in mass production how can i not buy this because firstly right if you designed it just right that when the two beds were like even against each other they were the same width you could also convert it into a double bed so you have a bunk bed oh. that goes into a double bed oh like why? If, why is no one this building is dumb. this? Or like, so if Dan you, uh, Swampy, we know you're listening because you listen to every episode of our podcast. Please patent this. Why did you not patent this when you <laughs> released this money. episode? You could like, I'm sure the Phineas and Ferb gig is paying fantastically, but Capitalism. make even more money. Patent this idea. Put it into mass production. I would buy one. I want to see it. Are you kidding? I I would have one in my house just so that when a friend came over, I could like flip it. Yeah, like, and you could just have a bunk bed that, and you get to spin like oh, one. Like if so you good. if you wake up and you're like, oh, it's like a rockabye baby thing, and you're just like, oh, I want to go to sleep. Just have a nice little Ferris spin. Yeah, it's just oh. you you're moving as you go to bed. That'd be lovely. Oh. Just make I w- it, please. I want one. Anyway, um, so during this, for, yeah, for making them do the Ferris bed. Yep. He he's like you can't make clean this. You bathroom. can't make genius inventions that the world wants to see. <laughs> clean this bathroom. That's not allowed. And they start cleaning. They clean them with toothbrushes. It's your classic like prison movie sort of shtick. They clean Shh. with toothbrushes. Shh 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 shh. And they start cleaning. They're making funky rhythms. And um the ma- then the major comes in and goes no funky rhythms. Phoenix looks up and even goes. Thought it had more of a freeform jazz vibe, <laughs> <laughs> jazz style, but yeah, it's, it's so good. And that because I was I was sitting there and I was like, oh, that one of those is slightly out of time. This is this is maybe not um you know like yeah, it's not, it's not like, like this is hard to groove. And yeah, like, it's not like it's not like ain't got rhythm where it's like this sense. perfect like crisp beat of all of the background stuff. It's like kind of a little bit off, and then they're like, it's more of a freeform jazz thing, and I'm like, yeah, no, you're right. That is <laughs> that is good actually stuff. good stuff. Good stuff. Knowing your music, uh, we love to see it. Anyway, so during their entire stay there, they keep mm. trying to invent stuff. They do a bit of archaeology. They do a bit of all sorts of things. It just started raining. So um, if you hear any background noise, that's the rain for you. And so. it was literally instant. Yeah, we were standing here, and then you looked at the screen, and it was... We, we, I was like, is that the fan of my computer? Is that the air con? No, it's rain. You sure? Is it rain? Let me go check. Hold on one sec. Okay, cool. I'll hold here for one sec. I shall not move. Yes, it's rain. It's actually you rain. Can hear it out there. Oh, well, can't go home now. Too too yep. hard. It's too yep. hard to drive home. I can't. No, it's too hard to get in the car. That's true, yeah. Very, exactly. very hard. Much water. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, you back? Yes, Are I'm you back. Ready? And it's, it's rain, so that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so during their stay there, they keep inventing. They're like archaeology. Mm-hmm. They're like funky beats, actually, jazz-style beats, all sorts of things. And they keep getting waterboarded out of them, pretty much. And they can't build... <laughs> the major's like, this is a 10-year-old that's in need of some waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he just gets rid of him. Uh, which is, you know, 
great. And also a war crime. Yeah, and completely illegal, and you shouldn't ever do anything Don't like that. Don't waterboard a child. To anyone, let alone children. Don't waterboard anyone. It's so illegal. Um, anyway, the song comes on. Mm. Now, I'm going to be honest. I actually kind of like the song. Oh, the prison song. Yeah, the prison song. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's, it's like a good that classic song. prison style song. Yeah. It's got the gruff voice. And so. I'm going to I'm gonna chuck a thing on you. Mm. It's got my best line. Really? Yeah, Do and I don't think you heard it. And it's mm. when he's like, they... They won't let me color out of the lines. Mm. Now this this hits me close to home because mm. as a beautiful artiste myself during kindergarten, I was mercilessly bullied by the teachers for coloring outside the lines. I'm kidding, really? I wasn't. Oh, okay, but like it was looked down upon, as you may have experienced. You didn't color lines. And I'm not bad at coloring in lines. It's not like I've got hand problems. It's because I'm a creative and I like mm-hmm. to step outside the boundaries that people give me. Well, uh, they just didn't understand my creative genius. I've actually seen the book that you and Ruth used to draw in when you were kids. Yes. Because it's just kind of sitting there in your house. Yes. And um, the difference between yours and Ruth's drawings is like quite an interesting examination into your psyche. Yeah. And there's some of mum in there. You should you should have a yeah. look at mum's as well. It's, yeah. I'll have to have a better look next time over. But I'd also like to point out, I used to also not be able to colour within the lines. No. We were creative geniuses. We were creative types. Yep. Yes, thank you. That no. we stood behind bound. The actual thing was, I that like they tried to get me to color the lines, and they were like, "Oh, it's just doing his thing." You know, that he's a kid. But as I got older, I still couldn't do it for ages, and my handwriting was atrocious. Yeah, it and is. that led them into examining my handwriting, and that's how they discovered I have ADHD. Meanwhile, I was just bad at coloring in <laughs> lines. <laughs> I didn't know how to use a pencil. Um, so yeah. there's also a there's a flashback that we get to the first time Phineas and Ferb met. I think it's in Candace's brain, which is like a flashback within a dream within a dream. So that's all, that's just two But like she remembers it. So but she remembers it. Yep. Um, and you, it shows firstly when Phineas is brought home from the hospital and it's baby Phineas, he doesn't have any hair and you can't baby. even tell which way he's facing. And it's so cursed. And he is a triangle. Yeah. He's just a triangle. And, and his mother birthed that. Do you know how painful normal birth is? Imagine trying giving birth to a triangle. So bad. It's not coming out easier. (laughs) Every way is more painful and wrong. It's it's not good. That's not. There's a reason why we don't have triangle heads, and it's because it hurts. Did you know that? And it's gonna cut things. Did you know that baby heads are like moldable? The, the skulls aren't properly They're not like set. clay, but they're no. certainly less moldable than your current skull. Yeah, oh, exactly. And Other more intelligent and the, like, when skulls. They only start getting harder. Yeah, okay, that was pretty good. <laughs> um, the skulls only start getting harder like a couple of days after the baby is born. Yeah. Um, and it's so that when the baby's coming out, its head literally squishes into a more oblong shake. And yeah. shake so and as it back. grinds against the spine... Mm. Which happens. Yeah, birth is pretty horrific, isn't it? It is tremendously awful. At least you didn't give birth to Phineas. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> that <it> suck. <laughs> that, that would be the worst. Surely something internally would just like cut open. Anyway, let's stop C-section. About that. Let's, let's assume that Phineas oh, was a C-section. No, it would, they wouldn't need to cut the tummy <laughs> no, from the outside. Just, they would just like encourage the kid like, to turn his head and like, it would just cut. Phineas would be like, all right, I'm coming out now and just like turn his head and just crawl out. <laughs> his nose slice the stomach out. But we all, as we all know, Phineas wasn't born. He spawned into the earth. Yes. He took a mortal form after pres- He just climbed out of the ground and the mum's like, oh, it's in my backyard. I better show this to Candace. <laughs> <laughs> 
but later in that flashback, we mm. see Phineas meet Ferb, and Ferb's like holding a British flag, and yes. they're all happy. And the and father's there, and he's there, and he like pushes Ferb towards Phineas because they, they're like, getting together, and they want their kids to be happy together. And oh. it just it, it warmed my heart. They're a blended family, and blended families are wonderful. Yeah. And well, as long know, as they're happy and supportive. Yeah, if you're happy and supportive of each other, it doesn't matter. And I think that's fantastic. That's a good message to send to kids. I love that. Uh, okay. Literally the only thing I've got left is mm. when Candace starts her dream evaporating mm. and there's the zebra. Yeah, the reoccurring zebra. The zebra from the moss, as I'd like to call him. Yeah. Because the first time oh, is when we in saw him. Oh, Blackbeard. Yeah, you remembered yeah. it. Um, isn't it Brownbeard? Anyway. No, it's of um, Bad Beard. Bad Because he's got a bad it. beard. Yes, yeah. that's it. Uh, she touches the orange moss, mm. which turns out to not give you psychedelic effects, but it gives her psychedelic effects. And she talks to the zebra or sees it or whatever. Mm. And at the end of this dream dissolving part, she's just like, oh, no, can't be the zebra. I see him all the time. What recreational drugs is she taking and how often? Well, I mean, this would lead some evidence to the um, Candace has schizophrenia and it's all in her I, head. I'm going to shoot you if you continue saying bad, that theory. I hate that theory. But it's it, would, it is evidence towards it. Um, but I just think it's a funny running joke. Oh, I think it's a funny running joke. And I don't think she is. But also taking the joke seriously, that's our whole thing. <laughs> yeah, taking everything seriously is our thing. Mm. Um, I've got a bunch of stuff left. So I oh, can just I start don't. listing through and, them. Uh, yep, yeah, cool. Um, Stacy is an absolute straight savage in this episode. Because Candace mm. is like, um, I don't know, I'm kind of missing the boys. And she's like, do you want to go um, horseback, horseback riding. riding? And, you know, everyone keeps saying that. But um, but Candace is like, no. And Stacey's like, wow, you have everything you ever wanted. Call me when you get over it. Oof. Burr. So many people need to hear. I think you need to hear that when you get something you've wanted. You're just like, yeah. oh. No, oh, I'm not happy. And I like. Mm. Maybe mm. money isn't the answer. That yeah. being said, make a production line mm. for the flying cars. Yes, that'll be how you get some. That'll be that'll pay your bills for the rest of your life. You can both retire. It'd be great. Yeah. Um. And speaking of Phineas and Ferb on the city council, mm. beautiful segue. Um. We get the line: the city council is proposing a millage to cover the cost of the last quarter, and they want Phineas and Ferb's input. Of course they do. So, do you know what any of that means? No, I. I that's why I didn't write it down. So. A millage is a tax on the value of property. So oh. they want to increase the amount of tax on property sales in the area to cover the extra budget in the last quarter. Oh, they spent they overspent. too much. Ah. Mm. And they want to know Phineas and, whether Phineas and Ferb thinks that's a good idea. And Phineas well. and Ferb will be like, no, we want to drive property sales in our area so that we can stimulate the economy and stuff. Instead, what we're going to do is put a tax on the rich because Phineas and Ferb, like all sane people do, think that no one should be a billionaire. Anyway... <laughs> I could transform that into rant into billionaires, but agreed. Yeah. Um, but I like how they say Phineas and Ferb's input. I'd like to see yeah. Ferb in a council meeting. Yeah, because that'd be one of those bits where he gets like a big long line where he stands that, up and... Or he just stares people down. They're just like, I've got this idea. All right, all right, hear me out. I think we should start raising taxes on... Ferb stares them. Uh, Never mind. Uh, actually... Never, never mind, we'll be okay. And Ferb's like, yep, just nods. <laughs> like, yes, excellent. Yes, this is my counsel. Um, I've also got Jeremy is the best. 
because they're oh. doing their adventure. And she's like, I bet you regret coming with me now. And Jeremy's like, actually, I'm kind of having fun. And I'm like, I know this is Candace's dream, Jeremy, but actual Jeremy would say that. Oh, he would. Like, he's, he's so great. Just and when he enters reminder. the room and that little, like, little jingle comes on, mm. oh, that's the stuff. I want that jingle to play every time I enter. And considering we don't ever really get to see Perry and Doofy, this, this is for us. Okay, I'm glad I got that in there. Yeah, because we don't have Jeremy's jingle. We should add Jeremy's jingle to the soundboard. I feel like we can we say Jeremy enough times that people are like, yes, I remember Jeremy. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, Just sigh. <sighs> Jeremy. That should be out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> we'll record that and put it on the soundboard. <laughs> yeah. All right, see you um, next week. So we get a, another fantastic line, which is when Candace and Jeremy show up to break into the place. Mm. The guy goes, see... Aren't you a little female to be Morty Williams? Great twist on a classic line. <laughs> Love to see it. Great twist. <laughs> female. Um, also, when they're at this place, Phineas and Ferb sleep in a cupboard. Yeah. What's when he comes that? out and he's like, here they are. They're mm. inside the books. Mm. And it's like, that's this, this is more torture of yeah, human. Yeah, this is, this is children. You should be shut down. How mm. do you still have a job? And the worst, the worst bit is they've got a camera crew in there. Like, people have like, seen this on television they and they don't shut it down. And it's not like... The parents have to pay for this, by the way, mm, it's because because it's it's a private thing. So parents are paying for their children to be kept in immigration camps. Oh, so on Christmas Island. Wait, hold on. So this is a private place, and yet the guy who runs it is still covered in war medals. So not only is, a, is he a child torture, he's also a valor stealing bastard. <laughs> <laughs> he probably worked in the army and has now come off on like a retirement. He probably got kicked out. For, for waterboarding unnecessarily. <laughs> he was... And he's like, well, I'm going to live my dream. So this guy is waterboarding prisoners of war. And even the US government's like, this is a bit okay. much. So he's like, do you, know where, would you know what I should take this service to? Children. <laughs> <laughs> Parents will pay for this. Um, yeah, he really needs to be shut down. Um, Considering and he doesn't exist, but anyway. I'm a fan of the message in this episode. It's a pro-imagination message, and I love it. Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. With that beautiful spanner raised to the air, yes. the, the heavenly choirs sing, because of course they do. I don't think that was part of the dream. I think that's just what happens when Phineas decides it happens. Yeah, and then Ferb's in the background like, I've already got my yeah. welder, before <laughs> Phine- you even picked up Phineas, this spanner. It takes Phineas a second to like break out of the brainwashing that had been done to him. Camera pans out, Ferb is all ready to go. Ferb didn't need any incentive. He, I don't think Ferb got brainwashed. Ferb. I think Ferb was just chilling with Phineas. He's just chilling. He's like, I've got a new haircut. Uh. He was just hanging with Phineas and going along with what Phineas was doing, and Phineas got brainwashed. Oh, talking about the haircuts, mm. that guy can do a pretty good crew cut with just one swipe of, of the Yeah, shirt. damn. Like, like, that, like, damn, that was pretty good. Andrew well, Seuss, when, when the waterboarding fails and he gets shut down by everyone, what he should open up is a barber. One yeah. second cuts. Can you imagine, like, 15 bucks, whoop, got a good haircut, out, next. Hell, with how quickly it is, he could charge really cheap and just do it. Yeah, he'd just be like, six bucks. Yeah, like, you pay, you pay two bucks. It's for, like, busy people in the city that don't want to, like, spend time yeah. at the haircut concert. They just want something nice and simple. Also, just women. There's so much time they spend on their hair. Imagine doing it in three seconds. Yeah, easy. Just like, done. and they're done. Yeah. How long does it take him to wash hair? Yeah, done. <laughs> Yeah, just, just get... <laughs> he uses the jet stream the from the waterboarding. <laughs> so he still gets his passion. Hair. His passion is waterboarding, he's but now he's washing hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a blow? <laughs> Dead. It's good stuff. Um, there's also a great bit where when Perry comes up and he's fighting Doof, um, mm. which is the, like the only bit of Perry action we get this entire episode. Yes. He comes up out of the ground, he's fighting Doof, he punches him, and Candace looks up and goes, 
Perry has a hat? And he like takes it <laughs> off and he's like done. And the reason why I think he looks so swagger and cool in that is because it's Perry's dream in a dream. So mm. he's allowed to show off to Candace that he is a secret agent oh, because it is his Perry's dream. dream. Well, if that it was Candace's dream, we'd be like, well, how does she know he's a secret agent? Mm. How is she coming up with this? Because she didn't. It yeah, was Perry. It was Perry all along. By that we mean Tom Cruise. Although she's seen, in a she's seen Perry be a secret agent a couple of times. No, she's seen Perry the platypus and she's seen her pet Perry, but she has not seen... Perry the Platypus become, <laughs> become <laughs> like, yeah, fair they, enough. They are two separate entities in her mind, and they should not be joined. That reminds me of um the tweet that uh, Vincent Martella, who voices Phineas, did, where he was like, "Phineas and Ferb lasted seven years, and the Confederacy only lasted five years, so we should do statues of Phineas and Ferb instead." Hell and yeah. I was like, "Excellent idea!" Someone made a comic to respond to it, and it's like, "Doof." And he sees this new statue being put up and he's like, a statue of a platypus? <laughs> and then they put the hat on it. It's like, a statue of Perry the platypus. <laughs> Good stuff. Classic. Um, and then my last one is uh, the major dude who's been waterboarding everyone. He can't become a hairdresser because he dies. Yeah. He gets thrown off a cliff and he hits it. Splat. And before they can talk about the Candace death is of like, man. is he okay? And before they can talk about it, they move on. Yeah. It's like, no, nope, he is dead. Well and truly. Anyway, shall we close off the episode? No, I think we should talk about our fans that have actually emailed yeah, us this that's time. That's what I was going to transition into, but apparently you want to well, be the one what? to transition into I it. I already did. Oh, damn. Get stuffed. <laughs> the podcasting was so professional that I was unprepared for it. We got an email from... Um, no, no, no. The girl from Norway. That's exactly what I'm talking you about. You have to say the girl from Norway. The girl from Norway. You can't Roy say a girl from Norway. It's the wrong... The girl from Norway. Um, Thank you. I think... It is pronounced Alina or Alina. Oh, you were, I was going to keep her name a secret and just call her the girl from Norway. Well, I can't pronounce her last name, so we're just going to use the first name. But Alina... You can't pronounce you the are, first name. Yeah, I can't pronounce any of the names. Point is, girl from Norway, you are now the podcast's official girl from Norway. Yes, she wrote in, well done. <laughs> she wrote into us and she said, Hey, love your podcast. You make me laugh out loud, which makes all my colleagues look at me funny. My friends say I'm too old for the show, so it makes me happy to hear other people around the same age like it. Fire your friends. Get rid of them. Yeah, no, they're terrible. If they can't... They're, they're bad friends. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely, but... No, Phineas, they're probably pretty Phineas and Ferb is for everyone. Phineas and Ferb is a gift to the all world. All my friends have been on this podcast. Yeah. All two of them. <laughs> all, all two of my friends and also Ruth. Well, I wouldn't call her as a friend because she's my yeah, sister. Yeah, it's more yes. of a contractual obligation. No, I'm kidding. Ruth, you're lovely. You're right. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. But this... Phineas and Ferb is for everyone and they should all enjoy it. Tell them that the boys from the podcast say that they should watch Phineas and Ferb. Yep. And, if they and we'll be your friend. We're not flying to Norway, but if we did... Yeah, because we, we can't fly to Norway anyway. Cause, we can't you know, afford anything. The virus. We, can, we can't afford me to drive me home. That's why I'm not... Yeah. <laughs> um, and anyway, she goes on to... Perry is a transsexual king because he sweats milk. Now... I do, have, true. I do have a little issue oh. with this because oh. I don't think, again, Perry isn't a platypus. It's Tom Cruise in oh, a Perry costume. So, and so when he sweats, it looks like milk. And then No, it's it's not that when he sweats, it looks like milk. It's because he actually sweats milk because Tom Cruise is a Scientologist and they just oh, do that. Oh, and that's what happens. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and um, as Tom Cruise is in the body, when they say platypuses, they don't do much. Mm. They're 100% correct. Yeah. Because Phineas and Ferb are never wrong. Mm. Platypuses don't do much. 
Tom, Tom Cruise does. Man. Tom Cruise doesn't just not do some stuff. He does all his <laughs> own stunts. <laughs> just ask his marketing team. <laughs> and then she also points out that Dan Poppenmeyer said that Phineas and Ferb are not related. And now, she is 100% correct. And I'm so uh, not, glad. Not Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Doof. Yeah. And I'm so glad it's true. Like, it's still one of my favorite conspiracies and always it's will be. It's a cool theory. Because it works. But it shouldn't be true. But I'm glad it isn't. Because, because it defeats the point. Yeah, like, and when Dan said that they aren't related, he also said they found no interest in talking about Phineas's real father. And I think that's a beautiful message. Yeah, because it's it's pointing out that, kid, you don't need to know your father to be happy. If you're content without knowing, yeah. you don't have to... It, it doesn't, doesn't apply in my circumstance as I am <laughs> depressed. <laughs> but if it was true, it, would be, it is mostly true. Yeah, no, you shouldn't have to be validated by that sort of stuff. And that is a wonderful message to... Um, said to kids. So then she says, hope you are in the best in a strange time from a girl in Norway. Yes. Not just saying, not just a girl from Norway, the girl from Norway, the podcast's official girl from Norway. If you're female and from Norway, stop listening. <laughs> We've got one. No, I'm kidding. Keep listening. Okay. Anyway, she sent also her top 10 of season one, which of course we will not spoil, though I think we'll I like it more than Alex's, yeah, I've though it some... isn't ranked. So yeah. she's taking the easy way no out, but order, I guess but we never actually said to order them. So I'm yeah, they're that. all good ones. Um, so yeah, that leads perfectly into this is the second last episode we've got to discuss from this season. Next week we're going to be discussing Out to Launch, and which that will is be the last episode, the last episode of, of the actual Phineas and Ferb content. Yep, oh, for season wink. one. Oh, wink, wink, wink. Um, and then we're going to do a big season finale where we talk about the top ten songs from season one. Um, so write into us your lists. Tell us what you think. Your top we also are. had another list, and I won't mm. tell you who they are, but I will read who it's from. Mm. And they say, hello, I will be brief. Spoilers for what they chose. And then for your consideration, love, HRH, Queen Ruth, the motherfucking benevolent, the people's liberator and almighty leader of the Democratic People's Republic of Ruth. So that I don't know a, who it is. I don't know who it is, but that <laughs> is a fantastic sign-off for an email. That, that, fantastic. Put mm. that on your resume. Yep. So, write into us. Let us know what your top 10 season one songs are. Um, order it or don't. We don't particularly mind. Uh, leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. It helps Would us with love the algorithm. To hear. We'd love to hear it. If you want to sneak your question in or sneak your like, go right ahead. We don't even care. Um, and we will be back next week for the final episode of season one, Out to Launch. I know what we did today. I know what we did today. Oh, I'm so fucking sweaty. Yeah, so it's really hot in here.